Welcome to Integrative Medicine Solutions with Forum Health, the podcast. Our nationwide network of integrative and functional medicine providers believe in a new standard of healthcare, one that creates optimal health by focusing on partnering with you, understanding your needs, learning about your unique health history, and getting to the root cause of your concerns. Using advanced testing, emerging therapies, and the latest technology, Forum Health providers are at the forefront of integrative and functional health care for all. Your journey to better health starts here. Our speaker tonight is clinical nutritionist and certified hypnotist, Katie Wandashevich of Forum Health Valparaiso. Katie has a degree in nutrition from Purdue University and enjoys working with people for weight loss and other nutritional concerns. She's also a certified hypnotherapist who works effectively with both children and adults. Welcome, Katie. Thank you for so much for speaking with us tonight. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, this is a really exciting and very new topic, and I know one that you're very passionate about. Um, so, you know, for our audience tonight, I first wanted to start with, um, with what is hypnotherapy? I know a lot of people have heard of hypnosis, um, but hypnotherapy is, um, is a really up-and-coming new therapy. So can you explain what is it and what does it do? Yes. So hypnotherapy uses a relaxed and internally focused state to influence and explore the subconscious mind. So the subconscious mind holds a lot of information that we've collected from the time that we were in the womb with our mom. And in hypnotherapy, we are altering that information. We're exploring beliefs. And are those things, those beliefs that we formed from an early age still working for us now? And it's actually not a new therapy. Psychiatrists have been using this for years. And it's kind of like the convergence of psychotherapy, spirituality, and neuroscience. Mm -hmm. So yeah, in ancient times, they used storytelling to pass down lessons to their children. And a typical hypnotherapy session involves an induction. That's how I guide someone into this relaxed state. Okay. So this could be this would be like progressive muscle relaxation where I'm relaxing all the muscles of your body. And then there's deepeners that go along with this, like counting backwards from 10 down to one, mm -hmm. and then therapeutic processes inside the hypnotherapy session to work on issues, explore uh, triggers, and that's how the process works. Okay, that makes sense. So it's not like that classic, you know, with a pendulum swinging back and forth. And <laughs> no. are into this really, really... Um, kind of a, you know, a, I don't know, a hypnotic state is not probably not the right word, but kind of out of yeah. state in a lot of ways. And really that's not what's occurring. It's more of a very deep, deeply relaxed state. Yes. People are surprised at that, that I don't bring out a watch. Um, what older, olden time <laughs> hypnotists were doing, that was like an early 1900s thing. They're fatiguing your eye muscles. So when you're focused the eyes on something, you go into a trance state. Okay. And people are surprised that they could hear me the whole time. They knew that they were still sitting in a chair. They could come out at any moment. They're not like a zombie. So people are always surprised. Like that was it. That was a natural state. I was really deep, but it's not as never as people expect. It's never what people expect. You know, um, yeah. one of my questions I have is or what are some of the myths around hypnotherapy? And I, you just addressed one of them um, that you yeah. really in a zombie-like state. What are some other myths about this therapy that you would like to bust for our audience? 
Yes. Um, I get asked a lot, are you going to make me cluck like a chicken? And that is, yeah, that's like uh, fair, like stage hypnosis and people, I know people that do stage hypnosis and they specifically select people that are like good hypnotic subjects. They go along with it. Like they, they're very, they're in a trance that they do those things, but that's for show and performance. And, but um, you can, not accept suggestions that I say if it's one that you don't agree with. So in terms of weight loss, if I say you work out once a week and you're really wanting to work out four to five times a week, then you could reject that. You could do something different. Um, You can come out at any point. It's not sleep. You Mm -hmm. are, I would compare it to like somewhere between it's not as deep as sleep, but it's deeper than a daydream. So you're in this like sweet spot in the middle there. Right. Almost like, like a meditative state and like a very deep meditative state in some ways. Yes, absolutely. So meditation on a brain scan is showing up as an alpha theta brainwave state. And that means that your brainwaves are relaxed. They're slower, they're more coherent and together. And that's what meditation and hypnosis is. They're both that way. They're both that way. You know, um, I know probably for some members of our audience, they may think, well, what if I can't get to that point? Do you ever have um, uh, patients that you're dealing with that are hesitant or um, nervous about getting to the point where they are very deeply relaxed? Like maybe they can't relax. How do you deal with stuff like that? I don't have that happen often now. Um, it is like a letting go process. So people that have worked with me for years, they know how it goes. They go right in. And then with people that need more of the relaxation, then I do added deepeners. So it's a layering of the muscle relaxation. I may walk you downstairs, count backwards from 10 down to one. And that's when you get into this deep floaty like sensation that people will comment on. So I I can kind of gauge and there's certain things from their appearance and how they look in the chair that I know that they're deep. So I I watch for those signs. Okay. That's great to know for anybody worrying about that part of it. Um, Yeah. You know, so I know you use hypnotherapy for a lot of different things. How can this therapy be used as a tool specifically for weight loss? Yes. For weight loss, a lot of people don't think that they can. Mm -hmm. Even dietitians sometimes don't think that they can. So one of my Jedi mind questions that I ask is, how did you come to believe that? You know, like, is this, did this come from a disempowering perspective from someone close to you, a parent, a teacher, a sibling, and we'll unpack that and dismantle that. So that's a big thing with weight loss. Um, So empowering yourself up, we like empowered trances. And any change in life and doing anything in life comes from the belief that you can. And having, I always like to increase people's sense of personal power. The opposite of this would be helplessness. And people can look towards medications, even weight loss surgeries to lose weight. And, but it comes from you actually taking those actions and knowing that you're, you're in charge here. Like this comes from the actions and the responses to the actions that you take. So I increase that. Um, We also mentally rehearse healthy behaviors. Mm -hmm. So when you kind of like imagined yourself doing something ahead of time that prepaves the pathways in the brain for you to more easily do them. So I'll mentally rehearse or future pace people with things that they've said that they like to do, like exercise, um, incorporate more vegetables into their diet. And so that's how it helps in huge ways with weight loss. 
Very interesting. Um, yeah. One of the other questions I have are, are there different protocols for weight loss hypnotherapy? And if there are, can you explain some of them? Yes. So one of my fun little ones to do that when I was a dietitian for a weight loss doctor, I would do this in just office appointments because it takes a couple minutes is called the Godiva technique. And it's based off of people having chocolate cravings. And we have these neural connections to chocolate is in my yummy folder. Like I love chocolate. And so I use a hypnotic process that helps to disrupt that pathway so that you put it in your yuck folder. And it's very fun. It's, it's neuro-linguistic programming. So it's like fast hypnosis and it's changing the, like how the, the brain codes this information. So I use it for chocolate. Um, a lot of clients will say that Katie got them off the diet Coke because I'm basically making it disgusting in your head. And I did this. I love Dove chocolates. I would always have a bag of Dove chocolates at my desk. And then I, you too, you get it. Yeah. They're they're a drug. They're so, yeah. And so I did, when I became a a hypnotherapist, then we did this process and I haven't had Dove chocolates in six years. Like they literally grossed me out because of that, that switch that like putting it in a different folder. And so also like cheese, people have a lot of hard times with cheese and yeah, it has to be something that you're like congruent on letting go. Like, you know, it's not good for your health in any way. And that's one of my favorites too. That's the Godiva technique. And another one is parts therapy that I love to do for addictive behaviors. Or when someone says that they are self-sabotaging, we all yeah, we all have these parts of us, like there's the part of me that loves to work out and eat healthy. And there's also the part that like will indulge after work or after like certain instances. And it's not schizophrenic. Like we just have these different parts of us and we can talk to those parts and find out what they're trying to achieve for us by doing those behaviors. They think that they're serving us, protecting us, comforting us in some way. So we get to the unconscious reasons of this happening. So an example of this was I was overeating last year. Um, A lot of our primitive like fear was triggered with the pandemic. And when I talked to that unconscious part that was overeating, I said, I miss my mom and dad. Mm -hmm. And so that was like finding, you know, our social networks are so important and having like mom and dad to like talk to about things. So then I engineered a new unconscious part to work for me to do healthy behaviors. And I just have richer connections at work and with friends where that helped to like, you know, beef up my other like neuro, like social networks in that way. Right. Yeah. That's amazing. It's almost like, it reminds me of like peeling back an onion, all these different different layers to go through. Um, Yes. Which I'm sure our experiences kind of compound on top of each other. So I'm sure it's, it, it takes maybe a few sessions to, to really, you know, see results and to kind of get deeper and deeper, but I think that's Absolutely. incredible. Yeah. Really, really incredible. The, yeah. To get down to those deeper layers and like one of the most powerful ones that I've been doing a lot lately, I have this fascination with what actually makes people do like, what is it? What's that magic? Like what pushes them over the edge? Right. And it's actually fear fear Mm -hmm. makes us go towards our goals. Like it it doubles like our chances of getting towards a goal. And it's the one that I use is called the Dickens protocol. And it's after Charles Dickens that wrote the Christmas Carol. And 
to imagine yourself five to 10 years down the line of not having made these changes, not doing what you know that you're supposed to be doing and how sad and miserable and full of regret life would be if you didn't make those changes. So I'm making you more fearful of not doing what you're supposed to be doing, what you know that you need to be doing. And we put a big X over that, that's not gonna happen. And then we see what life would be like, how it would open up if you did make these changes, how things would go. Yeah, yeah. That, that's incredible. I think um, just visual, visualizing that would scare anyone because nobody yeah. wants to be unhealthy <laughs> or unsuccessful or, or not reach their yeah. goals. That's, that's really um, very interesting that you also use it for that as well. Yeah, yeah. It's not always putting a pink coat of paint over everything and just saying, right. like, let's feel good feelings. Like, there's actual issues. There's there's karma that comes from our, our behaviors and, you know, being hospitalized, being sidelines with your sideline with your grandkids or not being present, not achieving, like you said, your goals, successes. And that, that makes you take action like none other. So quickly, very, very interesting. Um, thinking of all these different protocols and your experience, um, with this therapy, are you able to share maybe some of your favorite success stories with us to give the audience an idea of what could possibly happen uh, to them if they, if they miss this? Yeah, absolutely. Um, One of my most famous patients has lost 330 pounds and he just did amazing. And we actually started off doing nutrition consults and not hypno. And I, I worked with him on the processing of emotions that there's an emotional scale and helplessness, uh, despair, depression is low on the scale. And then I told him, you need to get angry. You need to get angry and let that anger mobilize you. Let that fuel your workouts. And he just attacked the hill. I like to call it like he just, his Everest was losing this weight and he just did it. He did his own research. He took personal ownership and responsibility that he was the one that was going to be eating the food. He, he researched keto. He, he works out like so hard and with him, why I'm so proud of him is it's like not about the weight that he lost. It's how his life opened up. Like he moved to Seattle, um, started dating again. And it's just like, not about what you lose. It's about what you gain from taking care of yourself and leaning into the tension. And I think we've become, we've like, especially with how hard the past two years have been, we are in an avoidance culture. We avoid things and we're so bathed in pleasure. We have all these things at our fingertips and the dopamine networks in the brain actually like to be balanced with pleasure and pain. So if we're inundated with high fat, high sugar foods, then in comes depression and anxiety to kind of like balance that pleasure out. So that is what I work with people on a lot too, is that that pain, you can plan that pain. You can do workouts, you can eat less fatty, less dopamine stimulating foods. Right. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, with women, I've really noticed themselves speaking up for themselves as they're losing the weight. They'll have more things to say in meetings. They'll tell their husbands how they really feel. Mm-hmm. And it's just so not about the weight loss. It's about self-respect pride in your work and to let go of unnecessary suffering. Like pain is going to happen in life, but how do we lessen the suffering? How do we take those lessons and use that to work for us and be more of who we're meant to be? And that's what my mission is. It's almost like living up to your potential. Yeah. Yeah. Living up to it. But I think, and you hit the nail on the head, we have become very avoidant and, Mm -hmm. um, 
we don't want to be uncomfortable, probably because we're yes. in such an uncomfortable time in our lives with the pandemic. But yes. everything is comfort. And you're right, we have it at our fingertips. We have Netflix and, and you know, comfortable homes and, um, and, you know, fast food and everything like that. So that's very interesting that the brain needs that balance. Mm-hmm. I don't think many people realize that. They don't. They don't. And it's like, you will be happier when you subject yourself to that tension, that pain, that uncomfortableness. And that is how you have the most joy. It's a weird paradox that America is the richest, one of the richest countries in the world. And we're one of the most depressed. And it's from us not leaning into this uncomfortability and this tension that we need to address things. Absolutely. And then we pop pills and there's more side effects from that. And that doesn't really get to the root cause of things and really, you know, just band-aid for the symptoms. So it's kind of this vicious cycle that most, if not, you know, many of us are in. Yes. That's a great point that you bring up about pain because when we're taking um, the joint commission on pain um, hospitals that oversees hospitals, they recommend hypnotherapy now because of the opioid pandemic. So with opioids, you are numbing that part of the body, but then the pain manifests in an area that is not injured. Like it's like the pain goes somewhere else for the, the human being to experience. Yeah. So yeah, pain That's a lot of times has emotional roots. Very, very interesting. Right. It's emotional ones too. Yeah. Well, you know, this is such a fascinating, a fascinating topic. And I, I don't think many people really know about this. I so appreciate you sharing your experience with it and just giving us a little bit more information, a little snapshot of of what this entails. Now, I understand that you are going to lead us through a quick hypnotherapy session. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. That's great. And I want to tell your audience too, is that you are available for virtual sessions. You can see Katie anywhere in the world at really any time um, and are able to do this therapy through Zoom, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes, I love to do virtual sessions over Zoom. I think that this is the therapy of the future. I mean, it's here now. I already do virtual sessions and it's just luxury. You're able to sit in the comfort of a comfy chair at home. Right. If you cry, like a lot of people cry during a session because there's a melting down of frozen emotions. A lot of times you don't have to worry about leaving a busy office and you're able to rest and relax afterwards. And funny story, actually, when I started to do this, um, my clients, as they left my house would be still in like a hypnotic kind of like foggy state and they would drive over into the grass of my driveway and so it's like you don't have to drive anywhere afterwards don't have to drive drive and you could just relax and I work with people all over the world in different states and that's been incredible to learn from people so that's that's incredible and really need it right now so you can reach more people and um, people can more access to this therapy which is incredible Yes, thank you. Well, I'll let you take it away. I know I'm going to be your subject for tonight to give our audience a little sneak preview of what uh, a session looks like. Now, you're doing a mini session, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes, we're going to do a mini session. So right. you can sit back and relax into your chair okay. and you can have your eyes closed and just taking some nice letting go breaths. and breathing down deep into the bottom two thirds of your lungs. Nobody needs anything. You don't need to do anything. This is your special time to go with it. 
and trusting your impressions of anything you hear, see, smell, feel, or intuit. First answer is always right as things come up. And everybody at home can do this along with us. This is how I teach people to be their own hypnotherapist and explore issues that may be screaming, challenges. You can do sweet cravings if you like. And the subconscious mind speaks in feelings and images. And we can give a challenge a symbolism or a representation of what this challenge or this craving is like. So Britt, you're going to be my model for this. Just let whatever challenge or thing that you'd like to work on come up. And what representation image does your subconscious mind give you for this? The first thing that comes up is tug of war. People a tug pulling, of... Yeah, people pulling two ends of a rope. That is fantastic. So what would you like to do with that tug of war to change, improve, or remove it? That would be for your highest good. I would like to remove it. Remove it. Do that now. Remove it. And now what's happening? I just dropped the rope. Drop the rope. Anything else that you need to do with that rope? I think walk away from it. Walk away from it now. Anything else that you need to do as you've walked away from it? Maybe put it in the trash. So it doesn't come back. Put it in the trash now so it doesn't come back. Anything else that you need to do with that rope in the trash? No, I feel satisfied. I feel like it won't. I feel like it's done. It's done. I Go feel ahead. like it's done. Yeah. Good. Now you can open your eyes whenever you're ready. Wow, it's interesting to see how quickly something like that came up. Mm -hmm. And that's how mm -hmm. I help people to know like you're just changing those images and you feel that in your body. You feel how that changes the scenario where it's not so, it's not tension. And yeah. using that image to change, improve, or remove. And I love to work with my clients with their kids or anybody in their life where it's like, ask them what the representation of that would be. And it's, it's fun. Like you can use it with kids. I, I work with a lot of kids and yeah, they, they may be like, oh, it's a blue octopus on my back. And I'm trained to not lead with solutions. Like, would you like to rip that octopus off of you? Right. There are sometimes things that need to happen with that challenge. And what's interesting in hypnosis is that I'll do that at the beginning of a session. Like that's that light state of trance. Mm -hmm. And then we'll go deeper. And then the answer will be deep different when they're in that deeper state. Right. So I always love to say that the subconscious mind is the most beautiful, intelligent part of us. Yes. It comes up with, it comes up with solutions to problems. You didn't even know that you were considering. Right. And so on these deeper levels of the mind, there's this like, um, like working out of problems for you. And it's, it's a relaxed, natural state. 
It absolutely is. And, you know, I think it's it's interesting, too, to, um, to visualize something, because oftentimes we can't put into words what we're feeling, especially mm-hmm. children. Even, even us grown adults, we can't really verbalize exactly what the emotion is or, or pinpoint it. So it's a really absolutely. beautiful way of going about this, which I yes. thought of doing myself. Yes. And I just yeah. heard a Stanford psychiatrist talk about like a cardiologist will have an EKG, a neurologist has like his brain scan or whatever, like, you know, tools that he uses of diagnostically Mm -hmm. testing for things. And in psychiatry, what they have is words. And so we don't quite know how we're feeling until we articulate that. So what I'm looking for is your descriptive words about how your emotional state is, um, how you color certain situations, your beliefs about yourself. And that's why journaling is so powerful. There's some famous writers that have said, I didn't know how I felt about this until I wrote about it. Yes. And yeah. the, the cool thing is, like you said, it helps you to get a handle on it. And like, what is this presenting as to me? And then to change it. And like we were saying, it, it's not always getting rid of it. There's something that you may need to do to change or improve it also too. Yeah. And, you know, until you actually told me, hey, would you want to change improve or what was the other thing or or remove remove or remove yeah. it when I was mm-hmm. visualizing the tug of war I didn't even think I had an option until you said okay you can change something I thought oh I can drop this it didn't even occur yeah. to me that I could drop yeah it. yeah very, how about very that powerful yeah very interesting yeah and it's cool like in that just little symbolism that you will know in the days weeks and months to come what to do with that information And that's, you just let it come. Like you don't judge yourself for how that came up. And another interesting one that I love to do with that is um, if I have someone that is a smoker or with weight loss too, like I have one hand could be the one that is um, not eating healthy. It's pulling into fast food places. And then the other hand is eating healthy, making good decisions, exercising. And I always like to ask like, what does that get you? What does that get you by going to fast food places? Comfort. Well, what does that get you? Whatever. And like chunk it up higher to see what you're actually trying to get at. It makes people think deeper and then give that a symbol. What is that symbol of what you're actually trying to achieve? And then the same with the other one. And they're usually like similar um, states that we're looking for, like peace, joy, love, like a heart will come up a lot of times. Yep. And so then you put those two images together of how can I I, I get what needs to integrate within me so that things are for my highest good in that way. Yes. And it's, it's fascinating. It's yeah. really your subconscious mind. Like you I love the way you said it. it's so intelligent. It's almost like a, mm-hmm. our human computer. It has everything, all the knowledge that we need and it's never yeah. really going to lead us astray. Yes. Is that, is that kind of correct. It's like you said, it's always going to lead us towards the highest good if we allow it. Absolutely. And it's really a beautiful thing to meet the deeper parts of yourself. And this is a weird way to put it, but some of us are big liars and we have societal norms of like, I should be good girl. I should do this. And it may not be what you're wanting to do. And that is drag on the system. Like the subconscious mind, like us, our bodies have a certain amount of bandwidth and these things that we're forced to do against our will when they're not to our highest truths that's right. just drag on the bandwidth. And what, if that bandwidth was freed up, what more we could do in life? How, how much more things that we could do? Absolutely. And how much more joy can come into our lives and happiness and peace. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, this is a really, really powerful tool. So not just for weight loss, for really anything and everything. Yeah, yeah. There are some... Yeah, there's some phenomenons that happen with it of like our nothing gets us out of alignment more than our relationships, like usually love relationships. And I've been having this period with people um, going through divorces in the pandemic or breakups or getting back together. And that will cause people to overeat also. And Mm -hmm. when we reconfigure those connections between people, then the other person on the other ends of those cords feels the shift in things. And that works. That's, that's transpersonal hypnotherapy where that, that alters things too. So like four to five times people will say, I don't know what you did, but that person reached out to me or they're acting differently to me. And it's from these deeper levels of the mind that that's been adjusted. There's been shifts. Wow. Yeah. We're all energy. When you think about it, we're all energy and you shift your energy. It affects other people in your lives and their energy. Um, yeah. really, very, very powerful. And I'm so glad you shared this with us because, you know, it's something I've heard about, but didn't really fully know um, yeah. the power of this therapy. And I'm sure others didn't as well. So this was just yeah. such a great, this is such a great session. Even the mini session helps so much. <laughs> Yeah, you don't don't really know what's going to come to mind. Now, when you're in Mm -hmm. a session, how long does a session typically last? Is it an hour long or is it as long as somebody needs? It usually I allow for two hours. So the first part of it is um, talking about how life has been. Have you been triggered by anything? What challenges are you having? And then I always like to ask, what are your three intentions? Like, what would you like to get out of this session? Um, and, And this is like the first part of the therapy is people phrasing that in the positive of not saying, Katie, I don't want to have this anxiety anymore. What would you like? Would you like to feel more peaceful? Would you like to feel more in control? So um, that the first part of talking about things may take an hour and then I like to like allow for half hour to 45 minutes of trance and then talking about what comes up afterwards because sometimes people feel so relaxed that they don't want to talk or like it's a private thing so um, we like to like talk about it afterwards too and integrate all that happens definitely and just kind of try to tie it all in and make sense of what the imagery was and and what's going on in your life so that's wonderful that you follow it yeah I think that's really great um, yeah. I know I have a lot of questions. I'm going to open up <laughs> this class sure. from our audience. because I'm sure other people, um, I'm sure there's, there's stuff on your mind tonight. So if you have any questions for Katie, just need to use the Q and a function. It's right at the bottom of your zoom dashboard, send us a message. You can also send it by chat. Um, we'll probably spend the next, I don't know, 10 minutes just answering some questions, um, that people have some pretty intriguing topics. I'm sure a lot of stuff will come up. Um, let's see, I have one that just came in. Uh, this person wants to know, how did you get into this line of work? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I was in school to be a dietitian at Purdue and a book fell off the shelf and it was written by a Yale psychiatrist that was using hypnotherapy to go to past traumas and explore phobias. And I was like, what is this hypnosis? Maybe one day in my forties or fifties, I'll get hypnotized. And um, then it really stuck with me to be a dietitian. Like, how does my voice actually go with people? How do my recommendations, how to like, I can't be like a a little microphone in people's ears all the time, but if I affect people on a subconscious level, 
So then it took on a whole life of its own and yeah. working with addic addictions and grief and right. regression work. And so um, getting hypnotized myself, like I lost more weight being a hypnotherapist and doing hypnotherapy than anything that I ever knew as a dietitian. So that Incredible. says a lot right there. Well, yeah. you did the, the uh, Godiva protocol, which I need, by the way, I have to look. Yes, <laughs> yeah. we'll do that for sure. I yeah. think many people have, have that. Um, let's yeah. see, I have a few questions coming in. Um, okay, how many sessions are recommended for weight loss and how often? Does that just depend on per person or... I recommend um, six hypnotherapy sessions for weight loss. So okay. there was a study done of like how many sessions of this and it, there was like a, oh, I forget what the percentage was, but like six hypnotherapy sessions was the equivalent to like 38 cognitive behavioral therapy sessions. So you get big wow. change, but Britt, like you said, like it's a peeling wow. away of the, the layers and yeah. it's like stuff, right. stuff comes up. We deal with it as we go. And, right. um, uh, habit is formed in 21 days and what we're building is new habits with that. And then right. a belief is formed in like 94 days. So yes. we're working right. on the belief system. Weight loss is an identity change. So right. I stay with mm -hmm. you throughout. Yeah. That's interesting. It's an identity change, which I'm mm -hmm. sure takes a lot of letting go if you've had a certain identity for so long, so many years upon years. That's very yes. interesting. Yeah. I like the way you phrase that. Um, yeah. Let's see, something else just came in. Has anything, Katie, has anything surprised you in your sessions or have you learned anything interesting? Oh my gosh. Every day at the office, I'm learning things and surprised by things. And I've done this for almost six years now and I'm just like, what next with stuff that comes up? Um, people that have passed have come through in sessions before. I didn't know that as a new hypnotherapist. So someone will just have tears streaming down their face and I give hold the space for them when that happens. Right. Um, and a lot of times with weight loss, it's not like there's things that feed into these behaviors. And I was working with a lawyer recently and she gets out of the session and she goes, I need to fire that partner. And that was like feeding into her feeling like out of control. Like he's acting like a bozo and she just needed to handle business so that she could, you know, keep the firm going well. And right. every single day things surprise me. And the people that I don't, that I think aren't going to be the best hypnotic subjects turn out to be great ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just what, what pops up that has nothing to do with what I say a lot of times. So that's, right. that's the subconscious. Yeah. Or I guess you could come in, you know, with the intention or the goal of weight loss, but other things might pop up from past traumas yeah. or, you know, anything else, any other type of life experiences. So, which may be feeding Absolutely. into the weight loss as well. So it's all connected. All connected. All yep. connected. At the end of the day, it's all connected. Um, yes. Let's see, another one just came in. Katie, do you have any tips um, or what tips do you give outside of hypnotherapy that people can put into practice while they're losing weight? That's a great question. Oh, that's a great question. Um, I always recommend, this is from the number one book in the world right now. It's called Atomic Habits. And I recommend that to all my clients. And it's about how we build habits and we do 1% more every day. People have this mentality that, I, tomorrow I'm going to be going to my yoga class and I'm going to be drinking green juice. I'm going to be a completely different person. And it's <laughs> right. actually comes from 
these, um, how the author James Clear describes it as these micro evolutions of self. So small little changes every day, like stopping eating when you're full, um, right. using a different, like trying a different vegetable. Everyone knows that I love roasted cauliflower lately. And it's just like seeding in these little things and not doing too much too soon. Right. So, so that we get burnt out. If you try to walk five miles when you're not a walker, it's going to lose its taste for you. Yeah. So yeah, I always say Rome wasn't built in a day, but you will yeah. be Rome. So like yeah, step by step, right. you will be wrong. It, yeah. it can be so overwhelming when you have these big goals to lose yeah. okay, 30 pounds in a you know, certain set of months. It's, people tend to give up after a while. You lose your motivation. But I love yes. that. I love these tiny little micro habits or atomic habits as you call them. Yeah, yeah. And weight loss, well, yeah, achievable and weight loss right. kind of creeps up on you in that like it takes, it's said that it takes one month for you to see results and may take two or three months for other people to see it. And yeah. that's another tip that I say is like, don't be weighing yourself every day. Right. Um, for some people I say, don't weigh once a week or once every two weeks with women, especially our hormones make our water retention fluctuate. So it's like, just put your head down, go do these actions. That's like my job as a dietitian also is that I've seen this happen. I can give you reference experiences of seeing people do these actions. This adds up to weight loss. So it's like a, a faith-based thing too, of like, just keep with it, keep going strong with that. Yeah. Plus you're building, you know, these, these healthy habits that hopefully you'll take for the rest of your life instead of just yes. a crash diet, a crash and burn diet, you know, where you yes. can back. You're really setting yeah. yourself up for long-term success, ultimately. Yes. Yeah, this really. is pretty incredible. Everybody needs to do. Everybody needs yes. to do therapy. They uh, do. Yeah. Not just for weight loss, but for everything. Yeah. Uh, somebody else just wrote in. Said, uh, "Katie, I know the topic was weight loss tonight, but what other issues have you successfully helped patients with using hypnotherapy?" Great question. Great question. Okay. Um, a lot of success lately with drinking. And people come to me wanting to quit. And that is a dopamine addiction also. And there is a painful period after that where, where you're going through withdrawals. And I kind of help to um, click you into that and help to mitigate the withdrawals of that. Smoking, um, that's been a big professional career thing of like having someone quit smoking in one session. Um, the highest honor for me to help people with is trauma. Like a lot of times with weight loss, uh, it comes from early life sexual trauma mm -hmm. and the body feels not safe with this unwanted attention. So layers of weight is like uh, protection, like a wall against that person and their offender. So abuse and grief, grief is like a gnarly deep emotion that, um, you know, kids that have lost a parent, they'll send their uh, child to me and like to get those emails where they're like, Katie, I think you really helped her. She's different towards me. She's mm -hmm. different at school. And cause you don't know what to do with that, no. that happening. Grief no. is just, it's, it's dark. So, um, I teach, I, I teach people those processing skills of yes, this happened, but life isn't over tomorrow. How do we keep walking with this? And I support people yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. That's really yeah. beautiful because we all have yeah. trauma. We all have life experiences and um, yeah. we all deserve to be happy too and to have peace yes. in our lives, which, you know, um, which obviously you're, you're uh, able to do, which is really wonderful. 
And I, I wanted to also mention, if you would like to schedule an appointment with Katie, um, you can call 219-510-5623, or you can visit forumhealthvalpo.com. Again, that number is 219-510-5623. All of us are going through changes, especially now during the pandemic. All of us are grieving and, uh, and struggling with different things. So anyone can benefit from this at any time. Well, Katie, thank you so much. I don't see any more questions coming in. Um, I'm sure people are processing everything, um, but please make sure you book your session with Katie. And uh, in the meantime, visit us at forumhealth.com, connect with us on our social media channels. We have fantastic content on there. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Katie, thank you so much. I'm gonna be booking my session with you very soon. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you so much, Britt. This is so much fun. Thank it was you. wonderful. And thank you for the mini session as well. You're welcome. Everyone, I'm glad that you're free of your tug of war. Yes, my tug of war is gone. I've dropped it. And thank you to everyone who joined us tonight. We appreciate it. Thank you, Katie. Have a great night. Thank you. You Bye -bye. too. Thanks, Britt. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Forum Health Podcast. Forum Health is the first nationwide network of integrative and functional medicine providers. To learn more about this topic and to find a Forum Health provider near you, visit forumhealth.com.